This podcast is brought to you by Slow Tide. Slow Tide, our company, they took a mundane but essential uh, everyday product, uh, a towel, um, so something that we use every day, and they've turned it into uh, something cool, something you like looking at, a piece of art. So Slow Tide work with artists, brands, and photographers to bring amazing designs onto their products. Uh, not only towels, they also have now applied this same logic to blankets, um, perfect for the winter. Those of you that have listened to the podcast and know me will know I love sitting and watching a film or TV. I ask every guest to recommend me some something good to watch. Um, and especially in the UK at the moment, it's pretty cold. Most of that watching is done under a blanket. Uh, most importantly, though, uh, Slow Tide are committed to sustainability. Um, all of their cotton products are responsibly sourced through the Cotton Leads program, and their polyester products are made from 100% recycled post-consumer waste, usually plastic bottles. So you know that by buying one of these products, you're also not affecting the environment. Uh, check them out at, at Slow Tide Europe on Instagram for more information. I'll be posting a fair bit about them on my Instagram as well, at the After Hours Lounge. Um, huge thank you to Slow Tide for supporting the podcast, um, and thank you to you guys for getting through this advert. And now, on with the show. Hello friends, welcome back to the next episode of the After Hours Lounge. Uh, my name is Sandy, I am your host. Uh, and how about that new intro? Does everyone like that new intro? Well, what are we all saying? Uh, big thanks to Ben Yarrow, a master of guitar, um, for for coming up with that um, and recording all that for me. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, and look, look forward to, to meeting you in Vasiliki this summer for some windsurfing, hopefully. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think of the intro. Is it shit? Is it good? Um, is it is it too much? Do, do, do I not need it? Um, <clears throat> I just thought it was time for a bit of an upgrade and uh, I was lucky enough that, that Ben came to me and, and suggested he would record a couple for me. Uh, so let me know if you enjoy it. But uh, that is not why we are here. We are here to, uh, to, to talk some shit, chat some shit. Um, I am by myself this episode, uh, as you'll know from the title. But yeah, this is another solo episode. Um, it's one I said I was going to do after a, a couple of posts recently. Those of you who are familiar with the podcast will know I've been doing kind of uh, lockdown lives on Instagram every Tuesday and Thursday. And it's something that's come up in conversation quite a lot there. Um, and that is booze, alcohol. Um, so, you know, those of you who don't know, those of you who may be new to the podcast, everything like that, the original concept sort of behind the podcast and the name, the After Hours Lounge, is I, I wanted the podcast to resemble almost like, almost like a pub. You know, they... Back in the day, or whatever, you know, I'm not that old, I'm only 29, but, you know, back in my day, back in the day, men used to finish work, and then before they went home to their wives or, you know, whatever, they went home to their families, they'd all go and sit in the pub together, and they'd have a bit of a chat, and they'd share a couple of drinks, and they'd, they'd talk, and I'm not saying they necessarily went and had therapy and talked to each other, but they just talked to each other, and I feel like that as a as a culture is is starting to disappear a little bit. Um, I feel like, I don't know whether it's, you know, economic culture these days, people can't afford to go and sit in the pub, you know, and drink two pints every every day uh, before going home, or, you know, 
whether it's you know stricter drink driving rules, which by the way I'm not against, I think that's good. But I, I don't know what it is. But uh, but generally, um, men's particularly don't go and sit in the pub together all the time. Maybe they do, but as far as I know, they definitely don't do it as much as they used to. Um, so the idea behind the podcast was kind of bringing that back a little bit, and you know, getting men to sit down and in a casual setting and just talk to each other and try and open up. Try, we'll try and encourage a more open conversation um, about mental health uh, and about what is going on in our in our heads. Whether, you know, good, bad, sharing stories, you know. And that's something I found as the podcast gone on is, and I, what, kind of what the origin was is I never wanted it to be clinical. I didn't want it to be, I didn't want it to be too sort of heavy hitting and, you know, real, real heavy on the mental health stuff. But at the same time, if I was talking to someone about a specific issue, I, I never want to dance around it. I want to know everything there is about it. You know, I've done episodes on uh, with a couple of guests who've who've um, unfortunately had friends they've lost to to suicide, um, and the the things that these guys have done in in the wake of that. Um, you know, those episodes have been quite heavy. But then I've also done episodes with with friends who are you know professional athletes or you know things like that, and we've just kind of talked about their life and how they deal with life. And the idea is that you can listen to an episode with someone who's seems to live a life so far removed from your own but you can take certain things that they say and do uh in their life um to, you know to to get through to keep themselves happy anything and try and apply that to your own life and i'm you know hey i'm i'm doing it as well it's the reason i'm doing this podcast i was you know i might as well learn from other people as well um you know talking to, to all these different people it's it's definitely helped me over the last year um so that's the kind of concept behind the podcast, and I, it's I, it's something I've realised I've not really spoken about much um, since since my intro episode back in December two thousand and nineteen, which is an entirely different world uh, to the one we're living in now. Um, so yeah, that that that's sort of the, the the concept behind it. But part of that concept um, is I always have a have a beer when I'm recording a podcast. Um, and it, it kind of was part of it, especially those first few episodes, you know, before COVID, I was doing episodes in person. So before that, you know, usually I'd have someone round to, to my flat and I'd sort of set everything up to record the podcast. And I always would buy some drink, get some drinks in for it. I'd buy some nice beers and stuff. And part of it would be saying what beer we had and we'd, we'd drink the beers together and we'd, you know, and then we'd discuss the beers at the end of the podcast as well. Um, that's something that has sort of fallen by the wayside a little bit. Um, maybe because of because of covid and you know it's a bit more difficult to do um you know like video call you include an email oh by the way can you make sure you go out and buy some beers you know and with everything that's happened you know some some people don't want to drink beers some people don't drink beers you know because the first few people i had in the podcast were kind of my mates um who i knew drank beers and i knew them already and stuff but as the podcast has evolved you know that sort of side of it's changed and it's not taking as much of a precedent precedent's the wrong word maybe but it's not it's not it's not being it's not at the fore of the podcast as much as it used to be um which is you know a shame but I, it's something that i really want to get it back to um as as hopefully the world opens up sooner and i can start doing uh podcasts in person again and then i will you know the, my dream is to have some sort of you know joe rogan studio and literally have the after, call it the after hours lounge um, and I, you know, I've got a vision in my head of what the lounge is going to look like, and people come in, and you know, all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been, <coughs> pardon me, yeah, it's, it's a it's a difficult one um, with the booze as well. And as as I've moved into 
the mental health space, for lack of a better word. You know, as I've done this podcast and, you know, I started the Instagram for it last March or April or whatever, um, and I've noticed, you know, all these, there's, there's a lot of mental health podcasts and there's a lot of mental health, um, you know, Instagram pages and, you know, all these life coaches and all this stuff. And one thing I notice is pretty much none of them talk about drinking beer. You know, fuck, even, even James Smith is going sober at the moment. Um, you know, so I've kind of, and, and I'm not being, I'm not being like, oh, well, I need to, I need to follow the trend. I need to be a sheep. You know, those of you that have met me will know I, that's not the fucking way I operate. Um, oh, I swore. Sorry. Um, that's not the way I operate and that's not the way I ever want to be. But it, it did kind of catch me off guard a little bit and it has made me question it slightly. Um, and it's made me feel the need to do this podcast. And this has not come from any, any, uh, complaints, any messages, anything. It's just something I felt like I wanted to address. Um, and that's that alcohol element of the podcast. Um, you know, I'm very aware, like I said, mental health and alcohol don't necessarily go hand in hand. I feel like there's almost a stigma behind it. Um, so it's not that I'm ever encouraging people to drink. That's not ever anything I want to do. It's more because I'm, I mean, it's my fucking podcast, so I can do what I want, but I feel more comfortable, especially if it's someone I don't know, or I've had a few people on the podcast that I almost find a bit intimidating, you know, people that are real leaders in their field and that I'm nervous to talk to. You know, I did one with a guy called Salema Masakela, who I've talked talked about quite a lot, and, and you know, I, I DM'd him when I, was, when I was pretty drunk out with my friends. I was in a Weatherspoons. This was just before lockdown. Um, I was in a Weatherspoons with my friends, this was just before lockdown two. Um, yeah, I messaged Salem. I was like, fuck it, I've got nothing to lose. I messaged him and he, he kind of came straight back and was like, yeah, dude, let's make this happen. And I was shitting myself all the way up till that conversation and sitting and, you know, having a few, having a beer beforehand. I don't think I drank a beer with Salem because I knew it was during the day, but I had one before we recorded and it, it made me feel more relaxed. It kind of helped me ease into it. It kind of brought me to that level of Sandy that I feel like I wanted to be as a host. I think sometimes if I don't have a beer and stuff, I, you know, you hear all this stuff about one beer behavior. Oh, my girlfriend always talks about OBB. You know, you have, you, you know, you have one or two beers and you, you get a bit of a, you get a bit of a head on, don't you? And you feel, you feel a bit, you know, you feel, feel good. You're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this before you're drunk, but you just feel quite confident and quite good. And you feel like you want to go and do everything, you know? And I don't quite get there, but I, did, I feel like it just sort of, it, yeah, it turns me into the Sandy that I want to be when I interview people that I don't know. Um, and it, it just sort of helps me relax. It helps me chill out. Um, and I genuinely think it makes me a better host. I can always tell uh, after a podcast if, I, if I'm if i like, oh, fuck, I should have had a beer when I did that one. You know, and that's not to say, you know, I don't regret any of the conversations I've had because quite often I go into these podcast episodes and I, I start talking to them and it, I've got, you know, notes along on the side of my laptop that I kind of go along. I've got a little bit of a structure, but as I said, I like it to be more of a conversation than an interview, you know, as casual as possible, but I still have an idea of things to talk about. But a lot of the time it's, it goes completely left, goes completely the other way. And I never know, you know, so it's always interesting, but yeah, I think having having that beard always always helps me out. Um, so that's quite interesting. But it'd be interesting to know about you guys as well, you know. And I am conscious, you know, the last thing I ever want to do is is you know, people say people, someone starts following, starts listening to the podcast, and I talk about beer, and they're like, oh, for fuck's sake. But I mean, to be honest, well, if you don't like it, I'm not the podcast for you. You know, go and listen to someone talk about journaling and wellness. You know, and that's fine. And maybe I will talk about journaling and wellness one day. But like, I don't know. 
and people tell me to do that but I'm like no fuck off I'd rather drink a beer and just talk to someone um, and maybe you know I'm, I'm becoming increasingly dis- disillusioned that's a good word disillusioned um, with with Instagram recently and I'm very aware and conscious that I'm turning into one of these wanky life coaches uh, that spreads all their you know messaging of be positive and yeah man I don't want to do that. The podcast is what I love doing. And I'm fortunate enough, while the Instagram's maybe a bit stagnant, Instagram's just so difficult to get growth anyway. Um, But the podcast is growing really, really nicely. And there's a lot more people tuning in and listening with every episode I release. Uh, So if you are enjoying it, please share it with your friends. Uh, Please leave me a review, all that stuff. I know it's really lame. I know you're fed up of hearing me say it, but it it hugely helps helps with the podcast. um, And it really, really helps me grow with my mission of getting men to talk about their mental health. So thank you very much in advance. But yeah, I'm, it, it's difficult. And what I really love doing is drinking beer and talking to people. And for some reason, you guys like listening to it. Um, and like my, my, my good friend and uh, James, James Stewart, big up James, uh, who's a real good supporter of the podcast. I used to teach him uh, windsurfing out in Greece. Um, but yeah, you know, James said the other day, he was like, no, nah, don't, don't go woke and stop talking about booze and all this stuff. And he's completely right. And I think, I'm not I'm not gonna wade into the whole oh, woke debate and you know, oh, you should be, you know, accepting everyone and, and all this shit. Well, you, of course you should be accepting everyone. I didn't mean it like that, but I don't wanna wade into that too much. Um, but the big thing I do wanna talk about with in respect to that is being authentically yourself. And I think one of the reasons, and this is not me blowing my own trumpet, but I think one of the reasons why people have really responded well to this podcast and why people really enjoy it is because I am being myself. I never change who I am, regardless of if I'm talking to Salema Masakela, who's a you know international sports commentator, who's you know got Kelly Slater's phone number, or my best mate Ed, who I lived with for the last two years and have known for ten years. You know, I never cha- I never want to change who I am. Um, and I think that's something that's really, really important. And I think, it, unfortunately, in this day and age of social media, a lot of people don't stay true to themselves. They do get worried, like I am at the moment. And, and they end up conforming and becoming something or doing something that they don't actually find intrinsically motivating to themselves. They're, they're doing it, you know, to just sort of go, go with the flow, um, which, you know, go with the herd, for lack of a better term. Just having a sip of water, sorry. Yeah, just sort of going with the herd. And I think that's that's a shame. I think we, we miss out on a lot of not just, you know, great content or whatever, but a lot of a lot of cool stuff. A lot of people miss out uh, because they decide to sort of change themselves because uh, they feel like they need to. And this is not me being up myself and going, oh, look at me. I'm I'm being me and I'm so good. It's not that. But I'm just saying, I think that's why people have responded so well to the podcast. And it's not something that I want to change. As I said, part of me, I fucking love drinking beer and talking to people. It's probably one of the things I'm best at, actually. There's probably a lot of people that are really good at it, but I like to think I'm really good at it. Um, yeah, I like I like drinking beer and I like talking to people. And I'm really glad that you guys enjoy listening. So it's not something I'm going to change. And I don't think I ever overstep the mark um, with the with the boozing. And, you know, it's it's never talked talked at like, woo, lads, beers. Because that's not the that's not the vibe, you know. Generally, it's almost a bit like craft beer wanker. To be honest, usually, like I I tend to buy a couple of fancy beers, and we're like, "Ooh, how's your pilsner?" And I'm like, "Ooh, mine's an IPA." You know, who really know? Well, India Pale Ale, but who really knows what the fuck goes in them? Some of them taste good, some of them don't. 
Some of them you basically need a knife and fork to cut up. Um, so, you know, feel you feel like you're having a meal in a can, um, and some of them are bloody delicious. But that's another thing I'm really enjoying as well. I'm enjoying getting into that world. You know, I'm I'm not going to start wearing a flat cap and a blazer and you know start start talking about brew dog shares like every other man in their twenties going bald. But I am gonna keep enjoying the beers and I do want to bring them back as part of it but as I said it is difficult with the whole Covid thing um, you know it's difficult with because you do have that level of it's not quite it's not quite as personal recording them you know on Zoom as, as compared to actually having someone in the room I almost can't remember what it's like recording a podcast with someone in a room but I do remember it was bloody fun you know we'd like pause it halfway through and go and get more beers from the fridge and all this it's, it's a lot more like a real conversation rather than on Zoom which you know uh, it feels like much more of a project for me, um, if you know what I mean. But yeah, I just I just wanted to uh, sort of address this, and I thought it was actually quite nice to do in a podcast form rather than, um, you know, I did it on live and I wrote a post about it and stuff. But a few people said our oh, podcast would be really cool about it. Uh, so yeah, here here it is. But as for my my story with booze, I'll get into it a little bit. Um, I'm, you know, I talk a lot. I talk a little bit about uh, the difference between obsession and addiction. Um, and I, you know, addiction is bad, uh, and obsession is, can be bad, but I don't think it's as, as bad. You know, you can be ob- obsessed with something, but you're not addicted to it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty obsessed with, with this podcast, to be honest. I'm pretty obsessed with it. Like, I want to make it really good. I, I do like two or three episodes a week at the moment. Like, I'm pretty obsessed with it. I'm not addicted to it. I don't, like, wake up and go, oh, my God, I need to go and do a podcast. But I'm pretty obsessed with it. I'm pretty obsessed with, with Star Wars, to be honest. Like, I fucking love it. But I don't wake up every morning going, oh, my God, I have to go and watch The Mandalorian right now. That doesn't happen. It used to every Friday morning when it was coming out. But now I don't, I'm not, I'm not addicted to it, but I might be obsessed with it. Um, so I'm quite lucky in that way because, you know, I know a lot of friends that, like, they go out for a meal or if you go out they're like they can't stop they're like oh, i'll have a beer i'll have a beer i'll have a beer i'll have a beer you know people like can't just sit and watch a movie and you know oh, i have to i have like three or four beers when i'm watching a film i can't i can't well, you know you always hear these people oh no i can't i can't just have one and i completely understand that's a really difficult thing for a lot of people you know people have the same issue with coffee as well don't they they drink five ten cups of coffee a day um i'm i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm just quite lucky or maybe it was just my upbringing um, we didn't. My mum didn't drink tea and coffee. We didn't have that in the house. We certainly had booze in the house. Like my dad's a big drinker. My mum fucking loves gin. Um, so, but I, I I didn't get into it until I was like fourteen. The funniest funny story for me me drinking booze when we were younger is uh, I was always the biggest of my friends. Those of you who don't know, I'm 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 quite I'm quite a large human. Uh, I'm just about six four, six three and a half. But who's counting? We're gonna round up six four like. Yeah, six four two twenty. Like I'm, I'm quite a big guy, and my friends growing up weren't as big. Um, so my friend Robin came round, and we were like, right, let's have, let's have a few beers. And we were like fourteen, and he comes over, and you know, he sneaks up the stairs, cans rustling in his bag. My mum, we thought, was none the wiser. So he comes up, and we sit down. We're, you know, we're racking up the PlayStation, probably Call of Duty, whatever it was. But yeah, we're fourteen, and um, Robin's like, right, and he, we're like, how, how do we? Fuck, I don't want to drink warm beers. You know, the Foster's had, you wouldn't want a warm beer. No one wants a warm beer, do they? You know, it tastes like rat piss. Um, and it was like shit beer as well. You know, it was like cans of Foster's or something that he'd nicked from his dad's fridge or his dad's cupboard, whatever. 
And uh, yeah, he comes out, so we're like, "Fuck! How are we gonna how are we gonna keep them cold while we drink them?" So you know, coming from Scotland, and it was the dead of winter in Scotland. It's pretty cold outside. So my my bedroom's on the top floor, second floor of the house, and we're like, "Right, why don't we put our beers in the gutter?" So I open my window, and I'm holding my mate Robin by his waist, and I'm hanging him out of the window, and he's leaning up onto the roof, and putting um and putting our beers in the gutter. And as I'm holding him out there, I like hear the hear a noise, the door open or whatever, and I turn round and my mum is just standing there, like watching us. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I was like, "Ah!" And I swear, and I literally nearly dropped Robin. And I was like, "Oh, uh, nothing." And I just pulled Robin back in, and Robin comes back into the room, just holding like a bag of beer cans, a bag of cans, as we say in Scotland. He put, comes in, he's just holding these cans. So I'm like, "Fuck, we've been caught." And my mum was like why don't you just go and put them in the fridge? And we were like, what? She was like, just go and put them in the fridge. And I, I always, you know, I, I, I think that story's quite funny. Maybe it's not as funny as me telling it. I guess you had to be there. Um, but I always grew up in that house of my mum was like, I'd rather you were drinking here than than out, you know, in a park or whatever. So my mom, I always had a really like relaxed uh, upbringing in terms of booze. You know, my mum would buy me booze if we were going to parties and stuff. She she refused to buy me spirits and stuff. Uh, but she always bought... She'd always buy me, like, beers and cider and all that. I still can't drink cider to this day because of drinking so much of it when I was 16. Um, so I, I kind of grew up with that fairly all right relationship. Of course, like, I, you know, sometimes... I remember I drank a bottle of vodka in, like, an hour once because a girl broke up with me for a bit and then I threw up all over someone's kitchen and was home from a party by 11 o'clock so their dad got really angry and took me home you know so I've had all those stories and things but emotionally mentally I've never hugely had a, a massive issue with alcohol I remember those of you know that I, I used to work uh, work as a windsurfing instructor doing seasons abroad um, and I remember one year 2015 um, I had a, I had a bit of a bad year I'd had a breakup at the beginning of the year and I met someone else who perhaps wasn't the best person for me um, and it was just all a bit turbulent shall we say um and that that year uh i had a bit of a bad relationship with alcohol it was just making me angry you know sometimes it just made yeah and it was just making me really really angry um and i was very lucky uh that i was surrounded by my friends but it got to the point where they were like they were kind of embarrassed of me on a night out and it, every saturday morning it would be like oh what, what did sandy do last night you know i'd be throwing tables across the restaurant or you know smashing bottles whatever it was just bad. And it got to the point where um, my very good friend, Ollie, Ollie Scott, shout out Ollie Scott. I know you listen to the podcast. Um, he's an absolute legend. Ollie is the, the manager activities, well, just the manager at Club Vass where I worked for many years. He's also a very good friend of mine. Um, but uh, Ollie sort of took me aside one day um, and we went round and he was just like, you know, he's like, dude, what, what's, what's fucking going on? Um, and I remember crying. I remember I cried with him. I remember, you know, he gave me a hug and all this. And I was like, I'm just not, I'm not having a good time. And I, you know, explained it all. And he, he really talked out of me. Ollie's one of those guys, like, everything that anyone goes through on a season, like, Ollie's gone through it already. So he's just like, he's, yeah, he's a great, a great shoulder um, to, to lean on for a lot of, a lot of these people, you know, traveling, doing seasons, all that stuff. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just done a lot. Um and yeah, we chatted and then, you know, we kind of came out and and he was like, right, I, I, you know, I suggest you maybe don't drink 
for a while and stuff. And then I was I was relegated to only I was only allowed to drink bottles of Heineken for about six weeks, I think. But the remarkable thing was I was fine. After that, you know, angry, angry Sandy, turbo Sandy went went away. You know, as soon as I stopped drinking loads of vodka mixers and you know, all the shots and all that stuff. And I, I didn't even drink pints. I was just having, you know, three 30 mil bottles of Heineken on a night. And I just ended up being a much happier human. I was having a better time personally. I wasn't embarrassing myself every weekend. Um, I just got a bit of perspective and was like, because I was already, you know, middle to kind of uh, senior senior member of staff without making myself sound too wanky. But, you know, I was, I was helping the newer instructors, you know, with their lessons and all this stuff. So I was, I wouldn't say I was a person of authority, but I was beginning to become a person that people were looking up to. Um, and I just felt embarrassed. And then as soon as, as soon as, yeah, I chatted to Ollie and we, we cut this booze from, from me for a few weeks. Um, it did make me a lot better. And then, you know, I've had a couple of relapses since, since then we had an event in Weymouth at the end of that year. And I went back on the, back on the spirits and turned into Turbo Sandy again. But maybe that's why I love beer so much as well is because it kind of, I mean, I was always a beer drinker, but I think once I stopped, and I still to this day, I don't really drink mixers, spirits, anything. You know, I have a few shots if I get passed around, but um, I pretty much just only drink beer. And I'm sure it might make you, you know, feel like you're going to shit yourself all day the next day. Um, but, you know, it's it's worth it to not make yourself look like a twat in front of everyone. Uh, but I'm sure people have got far worse booze stories um, and all this. And I understand that everyone's relationship with alcohol is completely different. I know quite a few people that... Um, you know, I talk to on the pod. I talk to quite a lot of people through the DMs on the podcast Instagram, um, and quite a few people I speak to on there are, are sober. Um, you know, they don't they don't drink or they haven't drank for you know hundred two hundred days, um, something like that. So it's that that kind of spurred me on to do this as well. And I I do understand, but I just wanted to give people a bit of insight into my relationship with alcohol. Um, and these days, something that may shock you actually is at the moment, you know, obviously we're in lockdown, so it's not like I can go and drink pints with my friends. And I fucking love going and drinking pints with my friends. <laughs> it's the something I'm most excited to go and do. As I said, I love drinking beer and I love chatting shit. Something I'm really good at. Um, but other than that, I don't really drink. Um, I'm not someone who sits and has a drink, you know, say like me and my girlfriend, we always order a takeaway at the moment every Friday night. It's a bit of a treat. You know, she might have a glass of wine or whatever. I don't, I never drink a beer. I don't really drink a beer with like a meal, anything like that. I prefer just drinking water. Um, if we sit and watch a film, I won't just sit and casually like work my way through a couple of cans of beer. It's not, it's not something I do. I don't know why. So I only ever really drink in like social situations. So I'm actually, you know, despite what people may think because of the podcast, I'm, I'm not actually that much of a big drinker. Um, I guess it's the culture you're surrounded in though. You know, when I, when I used to do seasons um, abroad in, in Greece, I used to drink one or two beers every evening, but I lived with my friends. You're somewhere hot. You spend all day in the sea, you know, often a salty mouth and it's 30 degrees and you're like, oh, I'm really thirsty. The only thing you want is a ice cold pint glass full of sweet, sweet golden nectar, you know. But it, it depends on where you are, you know, in the UK, in the dead of winter, when we're not allowed to go and see our friends or anything. The last thing I'm thinking is, oh, I could really uh, might, might sit on the sofa and have a can of beer. You know, like when I, that's why, I, that's another reason, you know, doing the podcast and going Instagram lives and stuff, I'm always stoked to have a beer because it means I get to talk to people and drink a beer, which again, I'll say it again, is something I really enjoy doing in case you hadn't already heard that. Um, but yeah, this may be really shit. This might, might be an absolute nonsense. I'm not going to listen back to it. I'm literally recording it 
now at Monday at quarter to five and I, it's going to be online at six o'clock um, if any of you have got this far. But I'm, I literally just wanted to do this, just talk about, you know, booze a little bit. Um, not necessarily super mental health heavy. Um, but yeah, if you are concerned about your drinking, um, anything like that, you know, again, much like everything else, talk to someone, um, you know, or if you're struggling, yeah, if you are getting worried about it, you know, the be- best thing I did, again, all the best things that have happened to me have been after I've actually spoken to someone about it. I've addressed it, you know, whether I wanted to or not, you know, with, with my issue with booze in, in 2015, uh, it wasn't my choice. My, Ollie, my friend Ollie was, was my boss at the time and he was like, right, we're going to go and talk about this. And we talked about it and wouldn't you know it, it got better because I talked about it. Um, and I know that may be scary for a lot of people, um, you know, talking about it. It's 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 a very personal subject to to everyone. As I said, everyone's got their own relationship with it. Um, but it is such a huge part of 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 life. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll leave it there. As I said, guys, yeah, I, I've normal scheduling will resume on on Wednesday. Um, next podcast with a guest uh, will be will be up on Wednesday. Stay tuned for that one. That was going that one's going to be a really really interesting one actually. Um, especially for the uh, well, actually no, for everyone. But it's it's with a. Um, it's with a, a windsurfer, um, but not not maybe someone who you, who you might expect. So I'm, I'm really, really excited to release that one on Wednesday. So please stay tuned for that. As I said, guys, if you do enjoy the podcast, you know, um, please do like, share, just, you know, put it in your story on Instagram. Um, follow on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a, a review, five stars preferably. Um, as I said, it, it takes two seconds for you guys to do, um, but it is like hugely, hugely appreciated. Um, on my part uh, it really really massively helps me out once again big thanks to Ben Yarrow for my new intro yeah that's very very cool I'm not ever going to do that again that was fucking lame Um, yeah guys stay safe Uh, stay at home all that shit and yeah bye bye